movie Matrix has to concede, okay, fine, I'm going to go assassinate this president for you so you don't kill Jenny. So he's taken to the airport. One of the gentlemen that takes him to the airport is Sully. As he's dropping him off, he gives him some money and he's like, get some beers in Valverde Matrix. Gives everyone a little more time with your daughter, which is a really intense line. When he looks at him and says, you're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Later in the movie, after he has ripped the front seat out of a car and kidnapped Radon John to go with him to find Sully, goes to the edge of the road, picks up Sully. He sumo picks him up. Holding him by by his ankle. He's like, I have to warn you, this is my bad arm. It's so great. This leads us to the 80s action one-liner that I picked for this movie. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you, you did. I lied. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakashane, darling, Dakashane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, today we are going to be talking about our favorite one-liners from action films. Do you know what the best action out there is? Buying a home. Oh, I didn't see that coming. You like that? And you know what you need to buy a home? Sonic Loans? Sonic Loans. Yeah. The mortgage industry right now is booming because the real estate industry right now is booming. So whether it's refinance, whether it's a new home, you have to have the right partner. You and I have talked at lengths about how many times we've been swindled. You're a magic beans kind of guy. You'll buy magic beans. Do you have some on you? I'll Uh, take it. I'll take 30. But what if I did? Yeah. So if you're not a shrewd negotiator like Max, you really really need to go to Sonic Loans. Charlie and his team are the best in class. When you reach out to them, tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. They'll take care of you like your family and make sure that you can get into your future house. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. Well, this week... (laughs) 
I was in my car driving along minding my own business and someone cut me off. I looked them dead <laughs> in the eye and I said, what's best in life? And I yelled, crush your enemies, see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women. One day me quoting 80s action films is going to get me shot. But until then, I move with confidence because I have the best legal group in all of Southeast Michigan. It's not how you use lawyers. Did right? you actually do this? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm a, I don't know. When you start waving your hand, you get all angry. I do. My hands speak for me. Aggressive, efficient Bolton Legal Group is your one-stop shop for anything having to do with real estate, business law, road rage. They're the modern day crom. Exactly. Yeah. Bolton Legal Group will not laugh <laughs> at your four wins. You can reach out to Bolton Legal Group for a consultation at 248 595 one Tell him that Buzz in the Tower sent you, ask for Ian, quote an 80s movie, and then have him win your case. Today's episode, 80s action movie one-liners, part one. The one-liner is the piece de resistance of any worthy action flick. Need some evidence? Try imagining Air Force One, 300, or Avengers Endgame without the lines, Get off my plane! This is Sparta! I am Iron Man. As is always the case, the movies of the 1980s set the bar for the intense action haiku. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we explore our 25 favorite 80s action movie one-liners. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the SOB who is dug in like an Alabama tick, Max Sanders. And with that... You got time to duck? Start with Predator. Woo! 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 You know, I, when we did the Predator episode, I researched what an Alabama tick is, or like the most common one. It's a Lone Star tick, also known as a water tick. Max, welcome to the show. <laughs> what? That's Ticks are gross to look at, though. They, uh, I'm so happy we were able to discover that. Do you think Blaine was from Alabama? Max, I have no time for your nonsense. We have 25. You got time to bleed? We got 25 <laughs> of the most important sentences ever spoken in film to talk about. I think the Declaration of Independence would say something. Was the Declaration like of Independence in a movie? Do I'm you do you listen Cage. to me anymore? I'm do gonna, you listen when I I'm talk? I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Jesus. Welcome to the show. Max. I lost my hand. Max. I lost my bride. Big episode today. That's a good one, too. So let's start with where we always start. The beginning? The beginning. <laughs> At Buzz in the Tower on social media, TikTok. Twitter, Facebook, the book of face, whatever you want to call it. We're going to have a meta universe spot. No, we're, we're not. Why? We're not. Because you can barely handle what we're doing right now. So you're going to build a meta universe spot for us. I made an NFT for us. There you go. <laughs> this is the first time hearing about that. Uh, Non-fungible. Our Patreon. Visit that as well at uh, patreon.com slash buzz in the tower. Your opportunity to support the show every week. More co-pilots. In fact, let's just cut to the chase. We've got some waiting right now that want to buzz the tower. Let's get into it. Sorry, Goose. But it's time to buzz the tower. Max. Yep. You can be my patron anytime. <laughs> it's not romantic. <laughs> anytime. Well, that's less romantic. No. I should start. Yeah, we should start melting the quotes together. You can be my co pilot anytime. Predator. <laughs> Top Predator. Top Predator. With <laughs> Chris, awesome. Starring Chris Hansen. No, Chris, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got you. Yeah. I never get you. You always yeah. get me with yeah. that one. I, I very rarely that get a Jesus Christ the, out of you. The groan button. Where you're oh, like, oh, that's good. Oh, no. Don't say that. Good. That would be an amazing <laughs> meme. We need to consider doing that as a meme. Get to work on TikTok, oh. for God's sake. <laughs> okay. So this week, uh, I thought it would be a good opportunity to pull back the reins a little bit and do a little little 10 mile above the patreon talk about some things how's okay. that sound sure people are requesting a zoom call and you're slacking 
I want to do it. We're not, we're, yeah, yeah, we're almost there. We right. use that, but we're almost right. there. So hold on to that. Okay. I thought this would be a good week to just pause and graciously pay honor to the entire Patreon community. We have over 105 active Patreons. Right Woo! Now. A little that, army. Wing, wingmen. We've got everything from Mavericks to Icemen. we got a Viper. We have a Viper. We have one Viper. <laughs> one crazy, wonderful Viper. All over the globe. Like, there's nothing cooler, I have to tell you, if you ever are selling a product or you have a podcast and you're looking at kind of the receipts end of it and you start seeing that you're pulling from banks in Germany and England and mm, Australia. It's very Hans Gruber. It's very cool. Yeah. I feel like the Krugeron, Krugeron, you feel a little like, lethal weapon for you, you right? You feel like terrible racists? That's okay. That's yeah. You feel like the bad guys? <clears throat> Start over. You feel like the bad guys? No, but just the, the Krugeron is the currency they had. It's not that they were bad guys. But that's what made them powerful. Well, isn't money what makes everybody powerful, Max? Is, is. Isn't that tattooed in well, between one of your tattoos? I'm not very powerful, though. No, you're weak as a kid. I got a tattoo of a kitten for $10 weak in Vegas. As a kid. You just got, I thought you were done getting tattoos. It was $10. That looks like a $10 tattoo. I had to bribe Actually, him. Actually, it looks kind of cool. I bribed him $100 because I didn't want to wait in line. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So money buys things. Anyways. <laughs> over 100 patrons. We, I know I'm way behind. We need to do a Zoom soon with all of our yeah. patrons. We're going to do it. But see our smiling faces. We've been cranking out content. If you love the show, which hopefully you do, visit us at patreon.com slash buzz in the tower. Join our army. Yeah. Or Air Force. Or Air Force. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, as always, from Mo and Max, thank you. Hey, Tony. Thanks. Uh, Saunders. Thanks. Good morning. What? Thanks. Todd. Thanks. Ren. Thank you for, uh, Thank you. Welcome, friends, co-pilots, studs. Call them studs. We're going to have an army soon. That's the plan. Take over the world. Really? Pinky no, in the brain style? That is not in the... Narf! <laughs> you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> world but, domination. But how do llamas wear hats? The pinky and the brain. You know, we're kind of pinky in the brain. One is a genius. The, the other's other insane. insane. Every night they work to, to rule their mouth. Oh, I screwed up. They're pinky. The pinky and the brain, 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 brain. Let's do an episode about them. I love Pinky. Yeah, I do too. Max Sanders. Yes. We've got important work to do today. (laughs) We've got a two episoder. This is a big one. This is a silly one. I've got some changes that I made last minute. I'm going to shock you, but let's talk about this episode. Like lethal weapon shock or what? No, no, Ah! no, no. (laughs) So we are doing something as usual, a little bit different than everyone else, because I've seen stuff like this before. I've narrowed the one liner in the action film to be specifically from the position of the hero. And this is action film first. So down the road, we might do best comedy one-liner. Villain one. Best villain one-liner. This is meant to be your good old American America. <laughs> Heck yeah. An F-18 made of biceps. Yeah, exactly. That's what we want this to be. And it's got to be, there can be humor in it, but I went for like goosebumps first. I, I didn't want, you know, like stick it around. Like that to me is like so <laughs> awesome. One. It's awesome. So it's let off some steam, but like there's better ones. Oh, and Johnny. the most important rule. God, so many rules. This is the most important rule. We cannot use any (laughs) until it's time not to be nice. The the most important rule, we cannot use one movie more than twice. Okay. I I wasn't going to restrict actors because clearly Schwarzenegger is going to make his way around. (laughs) He's he's in a few of these. All right. Last part. There are 25 of these. Yep. You picked how many? 12? 12. I picked 13. Yes, because... You like to be the dominant walrus. Well, I don't like to be. I am the dominant. <laughs> I am the walrus. 
<laughs> you have not seen my list. I have not seen your list. Shipped my list and your list off to someone I know. Doesn't matter who it is. That's creepy. Got them to put the list into an Excel spreadsheet. Jesus Christ, that's Jason used Bourne. used. <laughs> I love those. Those are the best. Those TikToks. I see them all the time. I laugh out loud every time I, I see. Jesus Christ, that's Jason. It's <laughs> really good. Oh, you got me. I kind of jammed. I love you again. No, you're good. It was so good. It was so because I was so intense about it. I'm like, we had an Excel spreadsheet and we took the spreadsheet. Like Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> oh my God. All right. There is a way that you can do randomization of cells, right? Really? I'll get into it later. Cool. With you. It's very complicated, but <laughs> I don't know lucky, lucky for you. You're like, why are we using Excel? The bottom line is it was trying to rank. These is like trying to pick your favorite child. Like you can't do it. And there's no rhyme or reason. No, we took, I mean, there's hundreds of these lines. We took our favorite 25. They've been randomized. And we're going to bang through them right now. I think that's why we made this a two-parter because this is a, it's a list. Yeah. There's a lot of talking and dancing to do. Well, we got to set up the scenes and all. We got to set them up. I have nothing else. So you got the rules. You got what we're talking about. It's one-liners. It's action film time at Buzz in the Tower. Nothing gets Max and I more excited. Are, yeah. you, re- are you ready to dance? Let's do it. Oh, man. Let's boogie. Let's jump right into her. I want to remind you that the order in which these are popping up is completely random, no matter what you think. I didn't rig anything to my favorite. Or your Martin favorite. rig anything. Here we go. Our first movie, Sudden Impact, 1983, a part of the Dirty Harry series. This was directed by Clint Eastwood. Is this one of only a, a couple he directed or do you, I think he only directed one or two of the series, right? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember specifically. Thanks for that. Big. Yeah. Big. Good stuff there. Uh, I wasn't sure. <laughs> it's okay. It didn't sound strong. Starry- yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. A vicious serial killer is on the loose in San Francisco and the police trace a link to the small town of San Paulo, which is further down the coast. When Harry Callahan, played by Clint Eastwood, upsets the press and the mayor in his usual style. He's just such a rebel. He, this whole, <laughs> I love this movie, by the way. It's so funny too. It, it, the court scene where the guy that he arrested goes free and then they're in the elevator with each other and yeah. he basically threatens to kill him is great. He's a little intense. Anyway, sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, he shipped out of town to investigate while the heat is on. Whatever the heat that, is on. The, the heat is on. Uh, with the help of a new 44 Magnum handgun, Harry the goes. Most powerful gun known to man. On a trail, leaving behind the usual trail of dead criminals along the way. How we're going to do this, or we will be on what will be considered a 24-hour podcast, is I'll do that quick intro, yep. and then we are going to go straight to the scene where he makes his statement, mm. and then uh, I'm going to get a little fancy, and I'm going to play the audio from the statement, and then we're going to, the audio from the statement, the audio from the one-liner, and then you and I are going to rejoice in its beauty. Cool. Are you ready? Yeah. Not only does this scene qualify as where he says the one-liner, and not only is this the first time he ever says it, so like there's I'll Be Back, which doesn't make our list, spoiler alert, Yeah. Uh, but that's obviously said in multiple movies this is the first time that he ever says this particular quote i bet you people are wondering what it is that's kind of i'm getting the tease right now so he goes to get coffee at the acorn cafe which he's been going to for 10 years yeah Max. loretta and, uh is it loretta or lois it's loretta you're right it is loretta yeah. look at you God, on top of it so he goes in there and he orders his coffee large black coffee and she is putting a lot of sugar in that thing yeah he's gonna get diabetes for, for sure well brimley's gonna be pissed i additionally love that he doesn't see like she's desperately trying to get his attention and yeah. pouring it all he doesn't even pay attention walks out of the diner <laughs> Takes a sip of the coffee, spits it out. You didn't think he was playing it cool? I think he no. knew. Okay. Why Why then would he walk out of the diner when no one's looking and drink the coffee and spit it out? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a long day. It's cool. Woo! One-liners. Here we yeah. go. So what's going on inside the restaurant that you can see is the audience, is the person watching the movie, is there's a robbery. There are multiple people in there yeah, with all types of dudes. guns. Yeah. So all of a sudden... 
They start, they turn the signs on the door that say they're closed and they look up and somehow Dirty Harry has popped up in the door to the kitchen. He's inside. It's like there. Houdini. You're like, oh God. It's He's good. so cold blooded. He's just unbelievable. Doesn't flinch. Oh, I love it. So they're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I've been coming here. I've, to my Clint Eastwood, I've been coming here for 10 years. I always get a tall black coffee. Loretta put all that sugar <laughs> in there. So I knew something was wrong. <laughs> so I had to kick out my 44 Magnum. <laughs> Anyways, it's okay. I'm sorry. You I'm gotta sorry. furrow your brow. I, I do. I'm not doing it good enough. So, anyways, he shoots and kills everyone. That's yeah. his style, except one guy. Yeah. And that one guy grabs sweet Loretta. <laughs> and the camera pans in on the robber's face and pans in on his face. Yep. He just cocks the hammer of that giant <laughs> elephant gun, points it right at him, Max. And that's where we get our action one liner. Go ahead. Make my day. You feeling lucky? <laughs> Punk. He's got some great ones. Yeah. Uh, this is a great one. The randomization tool. Beep, boop, 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 yeah. boop, 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 Worked great. The make my day, it's so casual. It's like guns to him are not a big deal. Additionally, his his lust for murder is really <laughs> exciting to me. Yeah, he caps four dudes. Yeah, I mean, this is on your list. So, like, this is an example. Like, when I saw this, I'm like, I didn't pick that. That's a hell of a pick. I yeah. mean, I picked my 13. You picked your 12. You got to get Clint in there. What got, is that? Is that was for you? Is it just, like, an homage? You had to put it in there? Yeah. Or does it tickle your fancy? Well, that's both things at the same time. It <laughs> I does just want to see if you're tickled. I'm tickled, always. All right, Max. Clint are, tickles me. Are we ready to move on to Clint our second? Clint tickled me. That's... Terrible. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to our second one? Yep. Oh, I think the second one. Yes, the second one is one that. Can I you make on. the beep boop sound before yes. each one? Beep boop, pocket boop, crack boop, beep boop, boop. That's pretty good. I was gonna say like editing, but it is. Oh yeah, I could yeah. do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Oh yeah, this one's mine. Uh, God, I mean, I love the beep boop beep boop, but I I would have definitely done this closer to the end. This is up there. As I, I, I want to rank them. I'm not gonna rank them. I gotta shut up. I yeah. just gotta shut up. Uh, Max, 1982, First Blood. Woo! John frickin' Rambo, directed by Ted Kocheff. Uh, not coat check, but that's close enough. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, Brian Dennehy, uh, Sylvester Stallone. David Caruso. Yeah. Taking his shades off. <laughs> He's a great screamer. Oh, yeah, for sure. John J. Rambo was a former United States Special Forces soldier who fought in Vietnam and won the Congressional Medal of Honor. But his time in Vietnam still haunts him. As he came to Hope, Washington to visit a friend, he was guided out of town by a sheriff who caused this entire thing. And damn Brian Dennehy for wreaking all these he's issues. He's perfect as a jerk sheriff. He was great. But what he doesn't know as he's harassing Rambo is that Rambo is a one-man killing machine. <laughs> he really is. God didn't great Rambo. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, he did? At, he did. As he was at the county jail being cleaned, he escapes and goes on a rampage through the forest to try to escape from the sheriffs who want to kill him. Then as Rambo's commanding officer, Colonel Samuel Troutman, tries to save both the sheriff's department and Rambo before the situation gets out of hand. This movie has quite a few quotable lines in it. Max. Nothing I, is over. I'd like to set the scene for the one that I use though. Poor Rambo. I say poor Rambo and I mean <laughs> that. Poor Rambo. All he wants is just a, just a, you know, a warm meal to be left alone. So he's brought into jail. He's beaten, hit with a hose. Shaved. He, he escapes, runs into the forest, starts setting up like predator, like booby traps. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> he doesn't kill anyone though. The only one, the one guy he kills was by accident. The helicopter. And, and, right? it was, and it was past the scene. At this point, he doesn't kill anyone. He definitely puts like, I mean, they're going to have like infections from the wounds of these wood spikes <laughs> that he's putting into him. So there's one scene where uh, Brian Dennehy, he, the, the sheriff, he's looking around the forest. It's dark out. 
He's trying to find his men. He looks over to the left, and one of his guys is tied to a tree by his neck. Yep. Like, just pinned up against it, can barely breathe. Rambo, who is wearing front yard shrubbery and like yeah. and like a, and like a in full sack. camouflage yeah he found that in a trash can jumps out of nowhere yells which i love the announcement ah! <laughs> takes his knife his giant knife puts it under the neck of the sheriff and that's where you get our next one liner <laughs> i could have killed them all I could have killed you. Been telling you the law. Out here it's me. Don't push it. Don't push it. I'll give you a war you won't believe. Let it go. Let it go. Oh man, that's good. I love that his knife doesn't waver. No. Like if you watch it, like he's not shaking it. It's real like, blood. It's yeah. real blood. Oh, it is? No, I have no oh, idea. It no. feels like real blood. The quote that everybody knows is, I'll give you a war you won't believe. Yeah. But I would argue that you can't just do that quote. You have to treat it as everything he says. Like there's so many, like the whole one liner is I could have killed them all. Right, right. I could have killed them all. I could have killed you. In town, you're the law. <laughs> Out here, it's me. That actually on its own might be one of my favorite quotes. In town, you're the law. <laughs> Next time I visit you at the bar, whose name I can't say, I'm going to look at you and be like in town you're the law out here it's me that's my law place. i know but you keep, well, nobody would buy it if you said it i gotta say yes all right but don't push it is my favorite part don't push it don't is great. push it so yeah this is it does it get more action film one-liner than this no it does we've but, got 23 other <laughs> opportunities you just killed the show it's okay oh it's great max anything you want to add i love how he's a, like a flying squirrel out of the trees too. yeah he just jumps up he does. The dude although he wasn't in the tree he was in like a tree stump. No, he jumps down on no, somebody. I don't think so. He does. Not, not in this particular scene. He does. Why are you trying to ruin the show for me? Go I sit did, in your corner. I was set, stating a fact. <laughs> are you ready for I'll the next? I'll give you a war you won't believe. Are you ready for the next one? I guess. Beep boop 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 beep boop. No, we're doing no. <laughs> no, I want to do that. I'm doing that. The randomization. The randomization. <laughs> Our next movie is from the Max list, and it is a little flick from 1986 called Cobra. Yes. Directed by George Cosmatos, although I would argue that everything- Sly. Yeah, Sly did all this. <laughs> He's like, oh, bring me bring me Brigitte. Bring me this movie. I'm making this movie. This is classic Sylvester Stallone, in my opinion. This is him at his best. This is his greatest accomplishment. That's He would not agree with you, but I'm with you on that. As crime runs rampant in the United United States. The hard as nails LAPD Lieutenant Marion Cobra Cabretti is the only cure for the crime infested urban jungle of Los Angeles. In the meantime, a string of seemingly unconnected and unmotivated random assaults on civilians. I love it. It's this recap I'm reading is incredible. Yeah. Like a seemingly unrelated, this cult that's murdering people Axis. called called the New World. <laughs> I'm a hero of the new world. The best. With the criminal society's sole purpose to weed out the weak, Cobra will escort an important witness, the young model, Ingrid. Called Ingrid. Jesus. <laughs> This movie's so bad. I love the, the montage with her and the robot. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Um, out of town to protect her. However, the, the movement's delusional killers will stop at nothing to track her down. Now the only one that stands in their way is the one-man army, Lieutenant Cobra. Cobra. Cobra! He eats pizza with scissors. Do you remember when in Cobra, in Cobra, do you remember in G.I. Joe the movie when they met? Never mind. You've never seen it. I've never movie. seen it. Cobra. La, 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 la. You don't remember that? No. That's only nerds will appreciate that. 
All right, anyways, yeah, so that's Cobra in a nutshell. Uh, Max, this movie is, uh, I know why you love this movie. It's bananas. So the opening of this movie is some member of the New World Order. Is that what it's called? Whatever the hell it is. Edgar James Almost Son. Yeah, he does not. He looks like him, him, but it's not him. (laughs) He basically goes into a grocery store and starts shooting the place up and takes hostages and has a bunch of bombs. And Cabretti's just calmly walking around with a shopping cart. There's some amazing. (laughs) beer. There's some incredible one-liners in here, like, where the guy threatens to blow the place up and like, go ahead, I'm a shop here. That there's there's a lot of absurdity. I'm a sucker for good conversation. Oh my god! <laughs> so he's got them hostage. He walks in, and you learn everything you need to know about Cabretti in the first five minutes of this movie. So he walks in, kind of negotiates with this guy. I'm really not, but not really. Uh, you said the line, go ahead. I don't shop here. And the guy looks at him, and says, "I'm the hero of the new world." And that's where, my friend, we get our action one-liner. I ain't no psycho man. I'm a hero. You're looking at a f-ing hunter. I'm a hero of the new world. Your disease, and I'm the cure. Die! Drop it! You say this at least once a week. Well, yeah. You say this all the time. I'm the cure. What a great, arrogant line. It's so. He's got a match in his mouth, too, as a toothpick. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. He didn't take his shades off. Nope. His jeans are too tight. They are. <laughs> he's on the. He's just checking all the lists. What's the thing he's on? Not the goon squad, but the. The zombie squad. The zombie squad. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. We should get zombie squad shirts. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Are you in? Yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing in Belgium. That's where you found it. You know, the other part of this that I love, and I don't know, I don't know if you went back and watched the actual scene itself. Oh, yeah. But I love that after he shoots him. So first of all, he takes a knife out of his pocket, yeah. throws the knife at him. That he has the Pulls gun. his gun. Hold on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Takes his gun out and says, freeze for some legal reason to make sure that after <laughs> he shoots him eight times, it's okay. Then he does the Murphy from RoboCop spin with his gun, yep. puts it in his holster, and they do a tight shot of the Cobra on his gun. <laughs> it's amazing. Before he does that, he does the 90 degree. He puts his gun back up and holds it like this for a second. Too. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. There is a little like freeze frame pause, if yeah. you will. Oh, that's like who great. does that? Unbelievable. Max, are we ready to move on to the next one? No, I'll talk about Cobra more. Uh, we're moving on to the next okay. one. Above the law. This one's mine. Yeah. <laughs> this one is all Mo. Is Nico Toscani your favorite person? <laughs> that's a that's a <laughs> is he my favorite? One of my favorite people? Yes. <laughs> Am I personally a fan of Steven Seagal nowadays? Probably not. He's <laughs> not exactly the best guy in the world, but I love this movie and I love him in this movie. He does run like a T-Rex. I have to tell you, there's another movie that's gonna come up later, and I'm gonna come back to Above the Law because my mind got blown like the doors of my ears got blown clean off by by something having to do with another movie okay we'll get there yeah i'm teasing you this is more of a tease for you 1988's above the law directed by andrew davis important to remember and the name andrew davis because he is also the director of another movie we're going to talk about and that ties to this whole blow your doors off thing nice also written by Andrew Davis and Steven Seagal. Of course, he had his hand in this. How could he not? Steven Seagal, Pam Greer, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Don't forget, Sharon Stone makes a, a Sharon Stone makes an appearance in a couple movies we'll be talking about today. And the dirty pitcher from Major League. Yes, you're right. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Harris. Yeah. Harris. He's Nelson in this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. That's how you know him. 
You're right. That's 100 percent accurate. You're totally right. It's not on it. Oh my god. Nico Nico learned martial arts in Japan and was in Vietnam for the CIA, and now is a cop in the Vice Squad of Chicago. A junkie tells him about a big drug deal. However, it turns out that that deal was about C4 explosives, and that one of the parties was the CIA. Nico gets ordered to keep out of it. Stay out of it, Nico. <laughs> but can't can't imagine why the CIA would sell C4. It's a very good question. So he investigates it further while risking his and his young family's life. He discovers that the CIA tries to cover its connections to drug dealers in middle America and wouldn't even stop from murder. Murder. <laughs> is Nico the most un-Chicago cop of all time? Like oh, no. He seems so out of this place. This is why I never go to Chicago. Every every Chicago, Chicago. cop is like, is like, yeah, it's like Tuscany. Do you say Chicago? So the line that I picked, as Nico is unraveling layers of the onion, figuring out what's going on. <laughs> he's doing surveillance on the roof of a building somewhere in downtown Chicago. Yeah. And he's got one of those like telescopes. It's not a telescope. <laughs> it's it's not, it's not binoculars. It's a monocular thermometer. Sure. It's not a thermometer. <laughs> thank you though. Barometer. Not a barometer either. It's we'll just call it binoculars. Because, thank you. There you go. <laughs> Beep, bop, boop, boop, boop. Okay. So he's, he's watching, he's trying to find out what's going on. And his buddy who he thought it was buddy, Nelson Fox, uh, they go back to Nam. They were both uh, with each other in Nam. Yeah, you gotta call it Nam. That's Harris from Major League. Max, we all know. We all yeah. praised you for your reference. We got again. it again. Jeez. So he basically does the you know out of sight cocking of the hammer, you know, sliding of the gun, so you can hear. It. Yep. It becomes immediately clear to Nico that you know he backed the wrong pony. That this guy's not there to help him, and he has this very intellectual conversation about. I can't believe the CIA does this. The CIA does that, and this leads to him looking at Harris in this very intense moment and giving us the one-liner that I picked. We know a couple of people that are personally responsible for the death of, what, 50,000 non-military personnel? Librarians, teachers, doctors, women, children, all dead. We've wiped out entire cultures. And for what? Not one CIA agent has ever been tried, much less accused of any crimes. You guys think you're above the law, you ain't above the line. Oh, this movie's hot garbage, but I really can't yeah. help myself. I love it so much, man. Great arm break, too. Yeah, it's the only Seagal movie that's in the 80s. It's I know. the only one we ever talk about. <laughs> we talk about a lot. The rest of his work is all <laughs> 90s and, you know. Above the law is a great term. It is. It's just fun to say. <laughs> it's very Judge Dredd. Yeah. I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> that's another great. See, if we were doing 90s and 2000 one-liners, we'd have a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of Nick Cage. A lot of Nick Cage. Uh, Max, that takes, us, down. that takes us to our next one. So if you'll excuse me. <laughs> beep, bop, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Boop, 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 boop. You're going to hurt your voice. Probably. Max, it won't be the first time and it won't be the last time that we talk about this movie. You cannot have a conversation about action film one-liners without talking about one movie in particular. Commando. It's the MVP of this, right? <clears throat> it has to be. It's damn close. <laughs> so you know our rule about how we're not allowed to use a movie more than twice? Yeah. This is the trimming of our list <laughs> yeah. resulted from this movie in Predator. Yep. So uh, Commando, 1985, directed by Mark Lester, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ray Dong Chong, and Vernon Wells. Vern. As Bennett. <laughs> Ah, sh- don't say anything. You'll accidentally give a one-liner. You got to take it easy. No, it's like I saw Freddie Mercury face. went off his diet. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> That's really funny. That's really good. A retired special agent named John Matrix. By the way, the names, the names yeah. like John Matrix, <laughs> John Matrix, led an elite unit, has left the armed forces to live in a secluded mountain home with his daughter, Jenny. Jenny, Jenny, <laughs> Jenny. Come on, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> he loves eating ice cream with her, too. I know. Father of the year. <laughs> but now he is forced out of retirement. Forced out of retirement like this is a baseball movie, but that's okay. Forced Forced out of retirement when his daughter is kidnapped by a band of thugs intent on revenge. Unbeknownst to Matrix, the members of his former unit are being killed one by one. Even though Matrix's friend, General Franklin Kirby, Kirby, <laughs> gives Matrix armed guards, the attackers manage to kidnap Matrix and Jenny. Matrix learns that Bennett... <laughs> Can't even say his name without laughing. <laughs> a former member of Matrix's unit who was presumed dead has kidnapped him and tried to force Matrix to do a political assassination for the father in Clueless. <laughs> He's also, wait, there's another friend. He's another dad. Uh, yes, he is Stephen Brian Butabi's dad <laughs> in Night at the Roxbury. What a career. Is that the right names? God, that yeah. was a poll. I don't even know. The bottom line is Commando is on the Mount Rushmore of 80s action films. It is the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Of one-liners. It's it's incredible. Who wrote this movie? Stallone. <laughs> Stallone, he was done with Cobra. He wrote this. Let me get to the line that I picked because there are multiple ones that could have been picked, but this is the one that I picked that I, I love more than anything in the whole world. Early in the movie, Matrix has to concede, okay, fine, I'm going to go assassinate this president for you so you don't kill Jenny. Yeah. So he's taken to the airport. One of the gentlemen that takes him to the airport is Sully. David Sully. Patrick Kelly. He's a weirdo. He's, yeah, remember him in uh, Warriors. Twin Peaks, too. Yeah, yeah. As he's dropping him off, he gives him some money and he's like, get some beer in Valverde Matrix gives everyone a little more time with your daughter which is a really intense line this could have been the line that we picked when he looks at him and says you're a funny guy Sully I like you that's why I'm going to kill you last that could have been the line we used but it wasn't Max the line in fact that we used is later in the movie after he has ripped the front seat out of a car (laughs) and kidnapped Radon John to go with them to find Sully flips the car Porsche yeah, goes to the edge of the road, picks up Sully. He sumo picks him up. Holding him by by his ankle. He's like, I have to warn you, it's my bad arm. <laughs> it's so great. And he basically like wants to get the information of where Cook is. And as he's getting the information, this leads us to the awesome 80s action one-liner that I picked for this movie. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what Major, you did. I lied. I lied. <laughs> the scream is so good. Best. Yeah. The best. This is so great. You don't see it coming. This is classic Schwarzenegger. Everything about it is great. The fact that he just like physically flips a car by himself. Yeah. And I love this movie, but I have to tell you, go back and watch it. You can see the cable that's tied to no. Sully's leg. Yeah, it's very visible. Santa's it's real. That's, this is. Stop it. Other than that, though. Why would you do that? How do you not love this? Yeah. How does this not tickle your fancy? <laughs> you know the only problem I have with this movie, right? Nothing. The score. I don't like ding, 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 ding. I just don't like the music. There's another movie on this list that has music like that. Oh, well, let's see what it is. All right, Max, are we ready to go to the next one? Yeah. Should I do the commando music or the robot music? Uh, commando. Let's switch it up. Ding, 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 Computing. Oh, all right. Uh, the next one. Bedroom sounds. The next one is also mine. Some people would argue this is the single best one-liner from any movie ever, including Han Solo saying "Me too." I know Duck Fu, right? Does he say "Me too" or does he say "Ditto"? He says "I know." He says "I know." What about "Me too"? What is going through my head right now? I love you. Me too. Me too. I love myself. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Thanks. Thanks for helping. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Digging a grave. 1988 Die Hard. Woo! Directed by John McTiernan, who is waiting on some undisclosed, on the run, waiting in an undisclosed hotel room for an interview with us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Starring Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, and uh, Bonnie Bedelia. And, of course, Sergeant Al Powell. Yeah. Can't forget him. (laughs) Reginald Val something. Yeah, you got it, baby. Don't worry about it. It's all good. (laughs) Val Johnson. There it is. Don't forget Devereaux White. Devereaux White. His Devereaux White. Argyle. His name is spelt in the most difficult way to pronounce it. D-E apostrophe V-O-R-E-A-U-X. And Huey Lewis. Yes. Huey Lewis is not in this. (laughs) I got 50 bucks on that You know what's funny? (laughs) You know Huey Lewis is not only in this, but he's also in Action Jackson. He is. Spoiler alert, we might be talking about that movie soon. (laughs) All right, Max. So, Die Hard. Jesus. People are going to be like, what are they talking about? Huey Lewis. There's an actor in Die Hard that looks like Huey Lewis. I'm sorry. Too many deep cuts. We got to explain stuff. New York Police Department cop John McClain goes on Christmas vacation to visit his wife, Holly, in Los Angeles, where she works for the Nagatomi Corporation. Arguably the least supportive husband in the history of husbanding. <laughs> he wants her to fail. Big time. Uh, and how dare she go by Gennaro? That was not, a, not she wasn't happy about that. He wasn't happy about that at all. It saved her life, bro. It did. While they are at the Nagatomi headquarters for a Christmas party, a group of robbers this recap at least says it the right way because they were robbers not terrorists a group of robbers led by hans gruber the best name of a villain ever we'll have to have an episode on that someday best villain names best action hero names that'd be fun the predator that's not okay take control of the building and hold everyone hostage with the exception of john while they plan to perform a lucrative heist unable to escape and with no immediate police presence John is forced to take matters into his own hands. Dum, dum, dum. Come out to the coast. (laughs) Have a few laughs. See, that's a good example of a one-liner that to me would not count as an action one-liner, but it's a great one-liner. It's just a good quote. Is that the, well, no, the one that I picked is probably the most quoted, but that's that's a close second. So no, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party is definitely. I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's like from that movie vibes with uh, Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Max, uh, let me take you to the special place where the quote that I picked for this movie came from. So in order to alert the police, because remember Powell goes into the building, checks everything out, doesn't see anything wrong. Yeah. But uh, McLean's sitting there watching him leave, like with no sense of urgency. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? So he's <laughs> screaming. He's throwing chairs at windows. Yeah. So he finally just dumps one of the uh, robber's bodies that he kills. Marco, Marco, I think. Yeah. From top floor, lands on Powell's police cruiser. Top floor, me throw thing. Me That's throw, you- <laughs> me throw fast, fast make McLean noise. In addition to killing some of the bad guys, McLean also grabs one of their radios. Yep. So as Hans gets on the radio and starts communicating, you know, where are you? What's going on? You get McLean hopping on there uh, with some of his, you know, quibbed quick back and forth with old Gruber. Yeah. Gruber uh, is upset. He's at a disadvantage. He doesn't know what McLean's name is, but McLean knows his name. Yeah, he's poking. He's like, are you a security guard? Eh, wrong. (laughs) Would you like to go to Double Jeopardy where the points are twice as good? Twice as good. good. When the scores can really change. No, 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 twice as good. I like it. So you get a little of like just a fly in the ointment, just a monkey in the wrench. And as they're going back and forth, he makes the comment. Han says, just another American who saw too many movies as a child. John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. And then you get McLean saying, actually, I was always partial to Roy Rogers. And that, my friend, leads to one of the greatest one-liners in action film history. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... Well, I had to bleep it. 
Yeah. For obvious reasons, but man, oh man. It's so cool because he's like going backwards into the door too. And he just seems like calm about it. He's just so she just murdered a couple people murdered. He just killed in (laughs) self-defense a couple people. His wife is being held hostage. The world's falling down around him, but he's still cool enough to come up with things like that. Like that's, that's, that's like a level of clever. I wish I was. Bruce Willis improvised that line. I bet he did. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Max, are we ready to move on to our next one? Yeah. All right. Max, I'm so happy that we decided to turn this into a two-part episode because (laughs) we're like, what are we, how many are in are we right now? Like six? Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, now's a great time to stop and give some love to our sponsors. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dobie Real Estate. You can find them at wearedobie.com. Mark was here, one of their realtors, one of their many competent, wonderful realtors. They've got a huge team. They're everywhere. And the reason that you see them all over the place is because they are the premier home seller and home buyer in the area. He looked like it. He had a great haircut. The, all of them. They're, they're It's just a great group of people. They're fun. They have a great attitude. It's a family environment. They like Batman. They Yeah, they do like Batman. Simon has really built a great culture, and that's more important than anything else when you're looking to buy a home is having good people surrounding you. So that team, whether you're, again, selling or buying, selling your home, marketing, $400 million in sales in 2021. That doesn't happen by accident. You don't stumble into making that many sales. A thousand I homes. I, I know. I wish 400 million would be great. <laughs> so reach out to Adobe Real Estate if you're looking to buy or sell a home. Please tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and they are absolutely the best to work with. They'll take care of whatever your home buying needs are. Those are some good ads, Max. Delicious, I'm, as you would I'm say. A, I'm a big fan of Adobe Real Estate. Adobe Real Estate. Those guys are fantastic. I really, I dig them. I always I, picture I Harry. Them. I picture Harry Potter. Adobe. Adobe. Okay. So, anyways, Max, moving on. You ready? Yes. Our next one is yours. Happy birthday, Paul. Oh, I was so happy when I saw this one on there. When you when you put this on your list, I was like, oh man, here we go. Let the party begin. <laughs> Max, in 1987, a very important film was made. Is it Predator? It's Predator, Max. Yeah. Directed by Outlaw, John McTiernan. <laughs> Starring All You Need to Know, Outlaw, Arnold Schwarzenegger. All You Need to Know is Sonny Landham, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, and Governor Ventura. And Bill Duke. <laughs> and Duke. Yeah. The Duke. And Richard Chavez. All right. You, we can name everyone. Is that what we're going to do? Oh, Shane Black. Yeah, Shane Black, yeah. who helped uh, do some writing and acting and a little this, little that. <laughs> Big as a house. <laughs> Not appropriate at all. <laughs> a team of special force ops. You know that we've done six of these and they're at all least five of them. Five of them, the intros are like, a team, a retired, a team of, a retired special if force ops. broke, you don't fix no, it. No, sir, you don't. A team of special force ops led by a tough but fair soldier, Major Dutch Schaefer. We talked about Schaefer. You were like, nobody knows it's Schaefer. Well, yeah. now we do. Are ordered to assist CIA man, Colonel Al Dillon. Al <laughs> It's name spit. Dylan. Dylan and Dutch yeah. on a rescue mission for potential survivors of a helicopter downed over remote South American jungle. Not long after they land, Dutch and his team discover that they have been sent in under false pretenses. You cooked up a story. I'm sorry. <laughs> Max, Meat grinder. We got to be real careful because this movie, this movie I could talk about. Ken Peter Hall. We've got a couple episodes. We've talked about it. Yeah. The deception turns out to be the least of their worries, though, as they find themselves being methodically hunted by something not of this world. Nope. I don't even know how we got away with only doing two quotes from this movie. <laughs> I could do. Look I could made rules. The handshake quote. Would that qualify? 
qualify? No. no. You use son of a, you could, that wouldn't count as this one liner. It's not a one liner, no. right? It's just yeah. my favorite scene. In it's the middle of a conversation. That is just so you know, my favorite scene in all cinema. Oh man. I when go, they snap that red wooden half. <laughs> I got the magic trick from Dark Knight. God, that's really good. Yeah. You know, the intro of Dark Knight might, oh, be, might be the best intro to any movie ever. Ooh. That's, yeah, that's I know we're not supposed to talk about things out of it's the It's off heat though. I know, but it's better than heat. It's better than heat. Uh, you up. love heat. I, I do. The heat is on. <laughs> okay. Predator. Right now, our listeners have got to be thinking, which line? There's so many lines. Yeah. So, which one? so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll tee up the one that you picked, which I was so excited to see. Uh, this is a good one. This is a real good one. They're all good. This one's real good. So in this particular scene, Max, we have the very, very sad death of Blaine. You can see right through his tummy. You know what we never talk about? How I don't know. No, th- a lot. Th- there's one thing that you and I have never put two and two together on. Every single time that we talk about one particular movie, when Blaine is said, we always make fun of the name Blaine. Yeah. And we have completely allowed ourselves to ignore the fact that his name is Blaine and Predator. Because he's so masculine. I know this, isn't it funny to you that we've never once like even laughed at or made fun of the fact that the snotty snootiest name in all film Blaine. But when it comes to predator, we give it a free pass. You don't 100%. laugh at Jesse Ventura. No, he'll come he'll, after he'll you. Come after you. <laughs> so Blaine is dead. They put up a perimeter and the predator, because you know, wants to get his little brownie points for his skulls that he's collecting <laughs> sneaks in, in the middle of the night. And there's a lot going on, yeah. but what they uncover is Anna doesn't leave. Like when all this takes place, she doesn't escape. And this is where Dutch starts to realize there's something crazy going on. Yeah, here. He's looking up in the trees. So Dylan, a number of times with broken Spanish, doesn't speak it really well. He's nope. trying to get information out of Anna who has not spoken a word of English to this point. And I love like Schwarzenegger who has like the most broken English. It was like, all right, enough. And like shook her. And she's like, I'm sorry. I speak fluent English. <laughs> but she basically reveals that during the hottest months, the monster comes. It's a chameleon. And, and you know, Dylan's like, are you saying a damn lizard's <laughs> killing everybody? Like, it, there's a lot happening. But at the very end of this, she says one last thing, which leads to one of the greatest quotes in Predator and why you picked it for our one-liner. There is something else. When the big man was killed, you must have wanted it. Its blood was on the leaves. If it bleeds, we can kill it. It's simple. It's logical. It's great. It makes sense. It's great. Yeah. I mean, this is this is how practical Dutch is. He's like, this is why we can survive and why we can kill things because if it bleeds, you can kill it. Yeah. KY Jelly just gushing out. You should explain why you're saying that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> well, they made the blood. That's how they made the special effect in this movie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> FCC or AA or flying. Is it flying or communication? AA, FCC. F- no, FA. God bless it. Go take a nap. I'll wrap up the show. Anyways, moving on to our next one, Matt. Oh, this one's mine. This is a good one. The 1986, one of the best sequels ever made. Mm. Aliens? Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> Aliens is yeah. correct. Uh, director, James Cameron. Writer, James Cameron. Starring Sigourney Weaver, Michael Bain, and Carrie Henn. You know who Carrie Henn is. Newt. Yeah. Newt. It's her only role. Do your ever. Newt. Didn't you do a Newt on one of our shows? I'm scared. No, no. Yeah, mostly, yeah, mostly, mostly. <laughs> 57 years after Ellen Ripley had a close encounter with a reptilian alien creature from the first movie, she is called back, but this time to help a group of space Marines fight off sinister extraterrestrials. It's an interesting way of putting it, but Xenomorphs. Okay. But this time the aliens have taken over a space colony on the moon LV 426. When the Marines are called upon to search and destroy the space colony, 
they later find out that they are up against more than what they had bargained for. That's another reoccurring theme, more than they bargained for. (laughs) Using specially modified machine guns (laughs) that were going to blow the entire thing up, they enter a fight in a do-or-die scenario and the Marines battle against the aliens. As the Marines do their best to defend themselves, Ripley must attempt to protect a young girl who is the sole survivor of the nearly wiped out space colony. I bet you wanted game over on this. Yeah, I did. As a one-liner? Yeah. God, you're so... Is that, how is that a one-liner? It's like <laughs> the weakest... Why. All right, let me let me tee up the one that I picked. Okay. So this movie is straight fire. You know I love this movie. So the end of the movie, everyone's dead, mostly. 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 <laughs> and they get on the ship. They think they've escaped. It's Bishop and Some, her. Yeah, somehow. Uh, and Bane, too. And Newt. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, they didn't notice when some giant... <laughs> xenomorph queen yeah. that lays eggs snuck on there. I guess it was something they didn't pick Camouflage. up on. So Newt is hiding like in the cargo section, like underneath the floor. And this thing is just like coming after her and it's going to kill her. And not only are we about to get the one liner that I love, the entire scene is just incredible. Yeah, Bishop's cut in half. The white goops everywhere, everywhere. And the bay door just slides open and you hear this from, the, from the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, my God, man. Ripley just comes out in this cargo loading like transformer. Yeah. Construction exoskeleton. Yeah. And that leads to our incredible one liner. Get away from her, you. This hits all of the marks, right? So this like maternal slash paternal yeah. slash like hero and just the way she says Her it. Cadence oh, it's How she so up at the good. End. I know yeah. it's so good. And the fight scene is incredible. This is, I, I, I make no apologies for this. This is here because it deserves to be here. It's, it's a great action one liner from a great action movie. This is our only female. It's the only one. Sigourney Weaver is the definition of female action hero she rocks i mean the, this the alien alone in the alien trilogy quadrilogy whatever it is i like resurrection yeah i didn't mind resurrection did you watch the new ones i watched prometheus and then i stopped yeah they're, they're okay i mean yeah. it's prometheus it's, is cool yeah the the one that came out after that was good that had uh what's his face in it michael fassbender no the guy uh kenny powers yeah <laughs> yeah, that's everything. I can't think of his name. Danny McBride. Thank you. Kenny Powers. Yes, that's exactly who I was thinking of. Oh, Lord. Okay. Anyways, uh, yes, that's. Are we, ready? are we ready for our next one, Max? Let's do it. The 1987 game changing sci fi flick, Robocop. If you have ever listened to the show, you already know what the line is. Uh, this is this is one of mine, but I'll still pretend like you don't know what the Kane's line is. Kane's bugging me. <laughs> That's from Robocop 2. I know. It's so good. I love that you know that I love that. What's bugging you, Murph? Kane's bugging me. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Verhoeven? Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Love Hollow Man. I do too. Starring Peter Weller. It doesn't matter who else is in it. All you need to know is Peter Weller's in it. What about Red from That 70s Show? Don't care. Just Peter Weller. (laughs) Boddicker. He dips his finger in the wine. I mean, (laughs) Boddicker. You love that scene. Oh, that's great. That is great. He's also the dance instructor in uh, Stay Alive. In a vine. In a vine. He's not the instructor. He's the choreographer. <laughs> yeah. In the violent near apocalyptic Detroit, evil corporation, Omni consumer products, OCP to those who know down with OCP. Yeah. You know, me <laughs> wins a contract <laughs> from the city government to privatize the police force. 
To test their crime eradicating cyborgs, the company gets a hold of what's left of Alex Murphy <laughs> and turns him into Robocop. Compliments of so. compliments of Boddicker and his friends. But when Robocop learns of the company's nefarious plans, he turns on his masters. He does. Masters. Master of the universe. Master. Oh, <laughs> Max, I, I let me just jump right into it. When Murphy before Murphy gets turned into Swiss cheese, he <laughs> he, he, really does. he really does. He runs into your guy that makes you sick every time you see this. Emil. Uh yeah. And Emil's the guy who at the end of the movie gets hit by uh, a bunch of toxic waste and his fingers are all gross. Yeah. But he's a the, sensitive guy from fame, too. At, at the very beginning of the movie, when uh, Lois and Murphy are doing like a drug bust, they run into Emil and some other guy. And Murphy was like, you know, basically drop your guns. And the one guy didn't. So he shoots the guy dead. And then he puts his gun on a meal and he says, dead or alive, you are coming with me. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. You don't think twice about it. You don't think much of it. And then shortly after, like I said, it's uh whack-a-mole <laughs> with Murphy's body parts. <laughs> the hand explosion it's, is a lot. It's pretty terrible. Murphy then turns into RoboCop. They build him from steel and metal and it's it's amazing. <laughs> Titanium. it's amazing and he's having nightmares because as of all is there anything more terrifying than a robot that has nightmares just so we're clear uh it's pretty terrifying spider that has nightmares max i i i don't like you so anyways I about spiders i don't know <laughs> spiders that have nightmares in a movie if i saw that i wouldn't want to see that well, I, what do right. spiders have nightmares about it's gotta be pretty scary <laughs> We're right at that mark. We're right at the, we get to 45 minutes to an hour, right around that mark. Spiders with nightmares. That's what we get. That's what you get, folks. That's I hope people bit. out there appreciate what it's like to work with you on a day-to-day basis. It's incredible. It's been rough for you. It's been a, it's been a long day. A lot on the cutting room floor. Compliments of old nightmare spider Magoo over there. Fred Krueger, Spider-Man. It's unbelievable. Anyways, so he has these nightmares. He pops up kind of walks in the hallway. Lois stops him. He's like, you're, you're Murphy. And then that frazzles his brain yeah. even more. So he goes on a ride, goes over to a gas station where Emil is sticking up this gas station. And uh, I'll just let the, I'll let the line speak for itself. Cause the way he says it is a way that you just have to hear. So that's our one liner that's coming to you. Hot. Drop it. Dead or alive. You are coming with me. I know you. You're dead. We killed you. We killed you. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. The reaction is so great. It's great. Yeah. We You're dead. You. We killed yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he brings his gun down yeah. and just allows himself to be lit on fire and blown up at the gas station. Well, he's remembering stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you have memories or nightmares, <laughs> spider nightmares. <laughs> the explosion is awesome, too. Yeah. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. Yeah. I think when they did that scene that it, it was too much explosion. Yeah. And it like set <laughs> off a bunch of alarms and yep. broke windows everywhere. Did we learn that from uh, Brian Volkweiss's show? Yeah. The movies that made us. Yes, we did. Let's look at that. Shout out to our good friend, <laughs> brother. I would like to call him. Right? BVW. There you go. Max, are you ready for the next one? Yes, sir. Oh man. What is it? It's good. It's your it's one of yours. It's what's there are moments when you do things, I'm like, okay, this is why we're partners. <laughs> this movie and this quote is one of them. The nineteen eighty-eight action film 
Action Jackson. <laughs> you know what's coming. We did it. Uh, directed by Craig Baxley, starring Carl Weathers, Craig T. Nelson, Vanity, yep. and Sharon Stone. Yeah. Sticks her head in again. And Biff is in this movie. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Get your damn hands off of <laughs> And Robert Davey, your Goonie boy. Yes, is he too. is in here. Yeah. yeah. He's a little unique in this one. Yes, he's he a good guy who's losing his mind. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Action Jackson. Down. Here we go. This gem. Jericho Action Jackson is a Detroit police. By the way, all the best movies, all the best action movies, Beverly Hills Cop, RoboCop, Action Jackson. What do they all have in common? Detroit police. Oh, yeah, that's true. Don't forget. Don't you ever forget. Uh, is a Detroit police sergeant who was demoted from lieutenant for almost tearing the arm off of a sexually violent sociopath. <laughs> Sean Delaplane. Listen to the tagline is amazing. He was demoted for ripping the arm off of a pervert. <laughs> But his father is Peter Delaplane, a major car manufacturer. Of course, Detroit. Yeah. Again, car manufacturing, you get into the unions. Gung ho it. But Delaplane himself is uh, also violent and a sociopath. <laughs> and a karate expert. Yeah, he's knows his karate. So Delaplane kills his wife, Patrice, uh, by, shooting, by shooting her. And then he plants the body in Jackson's apartment, which is cool, framing him. <laughs> Del Blaine won't miss Patrice very much because he has a drug-addicted mistress named Sydney Ash. He keeps Sydney hooked with a free supply of heroin. Jackson suspects the teleplane. I can't even read the rest of this. Here's the bottom line. It's, it's Action Jackson. Yeah. Jericho Action Jackson. It's great. It's he great went movie. to Harvard. He's a track and field star. He is. Oh, he loves his car. Don't <laughs> he, mess with his car. He can flip over cars as they're running towards him. Max, when I got here, when I looked at the list and I saw Action Jackson, I immediately knew the quote. Yeah. You, you say this quote at least once a week. Uh, uh, so we'll let's tee up the quote. So at this point in the movie, everyone's intentions have been revealed. Yep. Delaplane is a monster. Action Jackson has uncovered the entire thing. There's a there's a bouncer that's now helping him. He's awesome. He's great. Oh, this is Mr. Ed. <laughs> yeah. Or his hi-ho. Yeah. Hi-ho, everybody. <laughs> He's not Mr. Hankey. He's not Mr. Hankey. So they tie up... <laughs> Tie up Carl Weathers. They chain up Carl Weathers. Shirtless, in oiled a, in, up. In a position where he is he's in a flexing. constant flex. Yeah, he's just constantly <laughs> flexing. So this is great. So, like, Del they, they tell him his whole plan. Delaplane, yeah, gives him the whole plan. And then Delaplane whispers, like, racist stuff in his ear he just does. to, like, rub it a little bit more. He's, he's evil. He's evil. <laughs> not a good guy. Definitely not a good guy. So, Huey Lewis from Die Hard. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Not Huey Lewis. It is. This is Thaw. Get the gasoline. We're going to have ourselves a little barbecue. So they get the gasoline and they're about to basically set them on fire. There's a blowtorch involved in all this as well. A I, don't grenade know, launcher. I don't know why they needed a grenade launcher, a blowtorch <laughs> and gasoline. They like to be prepared. They do. <laughs> then we see this like 300 pound, six foot eight bouncer jump from like the rafter says, hello, I'm Mr. Ed. <laughs> He punches the one Why guy. He gets like electrocuted. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going yeah. on. They're running from the one guy with the grenade launcher. They get out onto this like landing and we get a good punch and a kick. And then we get to the, the quote from this movie that you love more than life itself. Barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? I think it would have made more sense to me if he had actually used the flamethrower instead of the grenade launcher on him, but we'll take it. I mean, it's so great. You love it. Because there's a downward. How do you like your ribs? He's got his shirt off. Yeah, of course. Downward angle, so he looks 9,000 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. The giant bouncer's next to him. Yeah. There's just something so empowering about Carl Weathers being mean a yeah. little bit. You yeah. know, because he's never. Oh, he was mean. He never really gets the one-liners. Well, Dylan, he had some good ones as Dylan. Dylan was kind of a punk. Yeah. Yeah. And Apollo, Go to show and, <laughs> and Apollo was kind of corny. 
Yeah, all right. So it's like this is like finally okay. his right. time to shine. All right, I get, I get it. It's been all culminating to this. Uh, Max, let's take these barbecue ribs to go and move <laughs> on to our next one. This is another outstanding pick on your end, Max. Uh, the 1989 sequel that I love, Lethal Weapon 2. Anything, Max? Nothing? <laughs> no, 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 no excitement? No nothing? Just going to hang out? I, <laughs> this movie speaks for itself. Max, sit down. Just sit down and shut your mouth. I'm sitting. <laughs> and I was shutting my sit mouth. Sit harder. Sit harder and shut harder. <laughs> sit hard. The new movie. The new movie. The sequel to Stand. <laughs> sit hard. Directed by Clint Richard. Eastwood is 98 years old. Direct- All he can do is sit in his robotic chair that kills robotic people. Robotic chair? I don't know. Sit hard. He's got to sit hard. Oh man, this episode's too long. This is what happens. I can't have you on more than an hour. Directed by Richard Donner. Donner. St- starring Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Joe Pesci as Leo Getz. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Riggs and Murtaugh are trying to take down some drug dealers, but they turn out to be not run-of-the-mill drug dealers. They, South Africans. They have, they have automatic, well, not all South Africans are like that, Max. Come on. They, yeah. have, they have automatic <laughs> weapons and helicopters. Most drug dealers don't have those. And they're diplomats. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Eventually, they grab one of their vehicles and find millions of dollars worth of gold coins called Krugerons. Fun to say. In the trunk. Later, Murtaugh is threatened by the men that they're pursuing. That's when the captain reassigns them to protect a man named Leo Getz, who is supposed to testify in a big case. As it turns out, Leo Getz is also tied to the diplomatic immunity people and uh basically max what we have is your classic cops and robbers film yeah with diplomatic immunity it's awesome it's a great movie i could be argued this is better than the first one it is people have said it i've said it i've said it too let's get to the scene that you picked my salty salty friend (laughs) (laughs) it's the end of the movie Riggs is all but dead, yeah. which in the original script, he was killed. Stabbed in the knee, shot in the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, he took quite a few bullets. And uh, Murtaugh gives him the, hey, you okay? And Riggs is like, yeah, yeah I'm okay. And then uh, Arjun. Thomopolis. His name is Arjun. <laughs> no, it's Thomopolis. Do you know why it's Thomopolis? No. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. God, sorry. It's Thomopolis. <laughs> He uh, he rattles off like 10 more shots into Riggs. Yeah. Which probably in the original script is where he dies. Yep. As a result of that, he runs out of bullets and Murtaugh does the old six shooter revolver, lines up his shot. He does the neck thing. And uh, that leads us to him saying diplomatic immunity and our quote of the day. Not our quote of the day. <laughs> and the quote that we love. Here it is. Diplomatic immunity. just been revoked this is murtaugh shining moment yeah he I mean, finally gets a shot off oh yeah and he it's very riggsy right like he shouldn't really just kill someone who's unarmed <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a Riggs move you know at the end of this when he climbs down the ladder and, and checks on Riggs, you get a little taste of that saxophone but then the song comes on i was like that's knocking on heaven's door and I was digging around because, like, I know the Guns N' Roses version is the one, like, I grew up with. Yeah. I didn't know if you knew this or not, but the original was Bob Dylan, and it was for a Billy the Kid movie in the 70s. It's been covered a bunch of times. This cover was Eric Clapton oh, for, cool. for Lethal Weapon 2. Isn't yeah. that cool? Yeah. So there you go. Nice. All right. Anything you want to add? This was it's your pick. It's just been revoked. Oh, man. If so it, good. Watch the Family Guy line where they do that, too. Oh, they do? So <laughs> Peter does that after <laughs> killing someone, and Stewie goes, I don't think that applies here. <laughs> I love a family guy. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Max, this takes us to yeah. uh, what do we got? What do we got? We got two more, two yep. more until we're done with part one. Uh, so let's hit the old uh, randomization button. 
Scat man in over here. I'm the scat man. Yeah, you got it. Can you imagine going to a concert with that guy? No restraint. No, sir, I cannot. Uh, oh, Max, uh, this next one's mine. Oh, man. What is it? It's a really good one. The 1987 Stephen King adaptation, The Running Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a plethora. Uh, directed by Paul Michael Glazer, uh, written by Stephen King, like I mentioned, an adaptation, and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Maria Conchita Alonso, and uh, the drummer from- Mac Fleetwood. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, who's- Jesse the, the Body Ventura. Yeah, Jim there's Brown. a lot of people. But who's the guy uh, who's the- Richard Dawson. Killian. Thank you, Richard yeah. Dawson. Yeah. Richard Dalton. Dalton, Dawson. Dalton, Dalton from Roadhouse. Not, Dalton, it's, it's Richard Dalton. You're getting Someone needs a juice box. Beep, bop, boop, boop. <laughs> all right, keep going. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I have to put the train on the tracks of the show. That's uh, not Jesus good. Christ. In the year 2019, <laughs> the world happened. of God. <laughs> That's right. It already has happened. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Is the running man happening already? Oh, the world economy has collapsed. The great freedoms of the United States are no longer. Sounds about right. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> COVID has spread across. Okay. As the once great nation has sealed off its borders and become a militarized police state, censoring all film, art, literature, and communications. Even so, a small resistance force led by two revolutionaries manages to fight the oppression. Who's that, like Joe Rogan? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> too soon, too soon. All right, look, here's the deal. I can't read this anymore. It's too, it's too close, too close to home. <laughs> Criminals now can go on a show called The Running Man, and it's a game show. Yep. And the stalkers, if they are caught when they're stalked, they die. Yep. If they survive, they get their freedom. But nobody, spoiler alert, nobody ever survives. So in this movie, in this movie, Ben Richards, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is a falsely accused Ex, is he police? Is the police? Yeah, thing? yeah. He's a helicopter. Yeah, guy. he's the butcher of Bay Bakerfield or whatever. Dexter? <laughs> is that what the butcher of Bakerfield? No, is? The, I can't the, remember. The Bay Butcher or something. Yeah, like the Bay Harbor Butcher. Yeah, yeah. But he's not that. It's the butcher of Bakerfield. He's the guy. They claim he shot up a bunch of people looking for food, but he didn't. You find out later, and he is set up to be in the Running Man. Of course, he ends up being awesome at it and yep. murdering all the stalkers. Max, this is one of my favorite lines <laughs> in any movie ever. Uh, let me set up the scene for you. So your favorite character Sub Zero has been killed. <laughs> now just, just regular Zero. Zero. He wanted that to be one of your quotes. It's unreal. They, it makes no sense. They're calling Some in less than zero. They're calling in Fireball, played by uh, Jim Brown, which Jimmy is B. Amazing. They say you know report to wardrobe. As this is all going on, his buddy is dead or dying. He's got a big hole in him from the hockey killing. Yep. And uh, Richards is sitting there talking to him. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, a closed circuit TV comes on. And you've got the uh, the Price is Right guy, Dawson, comes on there. And uh, Killian, to those yeah. who know him well. And basically, he's like, look, like you want a three-year guaranteed contract? Uh, he wants to hire him as a stalker. And uh, Richards has some choice words for him regarding the contract. And that's where you get my favorite quote from this movie. Movie and an amazing one-liner. Say the word, man. You can be the one doing the stalking. What do you think? You cold-blooded bastard. I'll tell you what I think of it. I live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! 
You cold-blooded bastard. <laughs> I don't think this is one line. This is like a speech. No, it's definitely one line. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love I'll tell you what I think of it. <laughs> I'd like to see you eat that contract. But I hope you left enough room in my fist. <laughs> but I hope you left. I hope you leave enough room for my fist. Because I'm going to ram it down your throat and break your goddamn spine. <laughs> Then he throws the camera it's violently. The yeah, it's the best. We, if I die before you, which is probably very likely, you want this on your I just, I just want you to say this. I want you to get up there and be like, <laughs> "I didn't read his speech." <laughs> put this on your tombstone. It's a lot to put on a tombstone. <laughs> It'd be great. Uh, I thought you said this great one line. And scene. All right, yeah. Max. Are we ready to move on to the last one? For part one. Yes. <laughs> I think you and I are both ready. Jamming out. All right, buddy. Is uh, that high ho silver? No. I'm excited to talk about. We don't talk about this guy enough. Let me just say that right now. That's something I've noticed. Uh, the 1985 Chuck Norris vehicle. Oh, Chucky Nor. <laughs> Code of Silence. You made me watch this. I did make you watch it's this. It's incredible. So. Earlier, I spoke about how there'd be another movie we would talk about. This is directed by Andrew Davis, who also directed Above the Law. No way, I didn't know that. Above the Law and Code of Silence are the exact same (laughs) movie. Pretty much. Max, going into the pool hall, like roughing up people to get answers. In fact, let me give you this one that I uncovered. This is a fact that I, if anybody else has ever seen this, tell me. The beginning of Above the Law when they're in like the the room talking about like strategy and there's like a, a whiteboard or, a, or whatever, a chalkboard, and it's got like a, a some type of sting written up there. Yeah. It's got painter's truck. It's literally setting up. It, no, I'm not kidding. It really? literally is a throwback to Code of Silence. Shut up. I swear to God. That's awesome. All of the actors in Code of Silence are also in <laughs> Above the Law. Yeah, the same villain. There's like six or seven characters that make appearances in both. It's the same damn movie. Yep. Like literally the same damn movie. Well, there's not boat murder in Above the Law. True. That's also very true. Good point. <laughs> Good point. And you could take that to the bank. No. If we could go to the 90s, that would have been up there for my cigar. All right. I'm sorry. I'm jumping all around. Uh, you got Chuck Norris. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chuck Norris. Flick. He says like nine lines this entire movie. This movie's so ridiculous. He's so stoic. When he takes on the whole crew. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie Cusack, not John Cusack. Is a, could. It could we'll be. Anything. Could be. Is a Chicago police officer. Another, <laughs> another Chicago police officer. That's it's the same movie. Yeah. It's the same. Nico Toscani is a Chicago police officer. It's the same movie. He's about to bust up some members of a Camacho gang when the gang is shot up by a rival drug gang. Drug gangs, drug users, yeah. drug dealers. Colombian neckties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neighboring building from a neighboring building led by Tony Luna. Victor Camacho is the only survivor of the Camacho gang and his older brother, Louis, who is the leader of the gang, retaliates by killing Luna's family and kidnapping Luna's daughter, Diana. The daughter is, uh, she's the bratty girl in Some Kind of Wonderful when Leah Thompson starts like falling in love with Eric Stoltz and oh, yeah. she won't talk to her. But at the very end, she's kind of into the bald headed uh, yeah, yeah. gang dude. Or anyways, sorry. I lost my path for a moment. Back to Chuck Norris. So Cusack must face Tony Luna and Louis Camacho alone because nobody on the police force is willing to help him since he was the only cop who broke the code of silence by testifying against a fellow cop who had killed an unarmed teenager. Yeah, that wasn't but, cool. Yeah, it wasn't cool. But Cusack is really not alone. A police robot called Prowler aids Cusack <laughs> as he takes down the gangs. So there's robots. Yeah. There's a little of everything. It's a cool robot. Let me get to the scene. Let me, oh, let me get to the scene. Robots are cool. You do love robots. So he goes into the pool hall circa above the law. <laughs> yeah. By the way, a consistency of action films is there's always the one scene where the action hero goes to the lair 
or the pool hall yeah. or the place of business Action by Jackson. himself. Yeah. Every one. Think about it, man. Every single movie. Pool halls are great. Not just pool halls, but like, it, I can't name the other movies because we'll probably talk <laughs> about them later, but you, you get what I'm saying. So he walks into the pool hall and he's not even in there a few seconds before we get to the best line of this movie, which is the line that we're going to be talking about right now. Hey, you don't want to be in here. I want your opinion. I'll beat it out. Yeah, so after he like murder kicks and punches that guy and then pushes another guy, he then storms into a room. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Well, then he grabs the guy who's doing drugs and smashes his face into the mirror. <laughs> he really does. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. This there is. is. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to tell you that uh, Chuck Norris will be back for another movie. I they said we were going to have Chuck Norris on the show. That would be incredible. Max, I feel like we just ran a marathon. We just did half. Thank God we did this a two-parter because yeah. I, uh, I don't know what we would have done. But now definitely is a great time that we've covered 13 of our 25 to stop for a visit from our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is from the Action Action Podcast. So if you head over to any of your favorite podcast platforms, search Action Action Podcast. Same for social media, Instagram, etc. These guys are a hoot. I don't know a better way to say it. Yeah. They, they are definitely cut from the same cloth as Max and I, and we were super excited to have them on the show and see what their thoughts were. We've got Dustin, James, and John. If you just look at their cover art for their podcast, you know right away that this is, it's a fun trip. Cars, big cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really interested to see if they could make it through their spotlight without swearing because they <laughs> have a fine appreciation for the coarser language yeah. in life, but they're great. I mean, if, uh, honestly, if you like our show, like go check their show. You'll totally dig it. All right, let's see what they had to say. Hey, Buzz in the Tower. Thanks for having us on. It's the Action Action Boys here to give you our favorite 80s one-liners. Bruh, bruh. I'm <laughs> Dustin and I'm joined by James. Hey. And John. James did all those bruh sounds yeah yeah <laughs> right and uh yeah we're gonna share some of our favorite lines james you got one blood clot Blo- i was gonna say blood clot <laughs> i was blood about clot. to say that <laughs> why did i think that you thought it blood clot is yeah, blood for death. <laughs> steven seagal i think that's 1990 bud oh okay can't swear so just say blood clot blood clot instead um, of the swear word i mean there's so many good ones but i'm gonna have to probably go with the commando quote and it's, hey, Sully, remember when I said I'd kill you last? Yeah, that's right, Matrix, you did. I lied. Classic. I mean, Commando's got so many good ones. John, you got one for me? Uh, I can run through a couple, I guess. I mean, Commando's got a good one uh, with Let Off Some Steam, Bennett. I mean, that's like that's culminates the whole movie. Dick, you're fired. That's not a swear word. That's Rob- from RoboCop. RoboCop, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd, RoboCop's got some great ones. Um, your move creep, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Blood clots leave. <laughs> blood Dick, you're clots. fired. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd yeah. buy that for a yeah, dollar. RoboCop's got a lot of good ones. I think, so I don't know if you guys consider this to be like the a good quote in the sense that like I use I'd buy that for a dollar in. It's like entered my like oh, yeah, lexicon. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I definitely use that. Are there any 80s like quotes that like are so good they've entered your... Oh, yeah. I say uh, you're a disease and I'm the cure all the time. <laughs> I say that. He kicks the door up into his bedroom. <laughs> he says that to his wife. Yeah. Don't darn. Can, what the darn? What the blood clot? <laughs> what the blood clot? <laughs> um, uh, I, got, I got They Live, Roddy Piper. I have come to chew bubblegum and kick Can't say and that. I am all out of bubblegum. I ain't got time to bleed some Jesse Ventura for oh, you. Oh, yeah. James, you got any other ones, or is that your... 
I don't know. Like, I feel like uh, one-liners, like Commando and one-liners. You I mean, know? Commando, like, you can, oh, yeah, there's so many. You could just pick so many. Uh, don't bother my friend, he's dead tired. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, there's just so many. I don't know how you pick one. I know. And Schwarzenegger himself is like the king, I think. I feel like of the 180s one-liner. Yeah, I think the thing that we all learned a little bit today is that there's no true one greatest one-liner. <laughs> the greatest one-liner is inside all of you. Yeah, it's, right. in our, it's all inside of our hearts. So buzz in the tower, let your one-liner out. Yippee-ki-yay, buzz in the tower, boys. <laughs> Deuces. They did our show in like three minutes. Right. What took us? Are we on day six now? Like, what are we doing? I mean, look, like, it's reaffirming to have these guys. I mean, they are the action podcast. So to have them pick ones that we picked were, was a good feeling. Yeah. I like it. I what like- a feeling. <laughs> Flash dance? Max, uh, our grueling journey halfway through our list is done. Uh, I can be so funny. By the time I edit this down, it'll be like the length of a normal episode and people will be like, why were they talking like they were here forever? <laughs> they don't understand how many times we did literally cut tape because you and I are laughing uncontrollably, mostly because of things you do, but sometimes because of stuff I do. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> that's great. That's great what, ad. That's what happens. Great ad. You're killing it today, man. <laughs> it's like talking with someone who really gets me. It's, it's it's awesome. Oh, Lord. Okay. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars. Leave a review. Five stars on Spotify. Get over to social media. Follow us on TikTok at Buzz in the Tower. Patreon.com slash Buzz in the Tower. Max, I got nothing. I am spent. I'm excited to do part two of this. Tune in next week for our favorite one-liners from Action Movies Part 2. Max, how do you want to close this bad boy out? Because I already know how I'm closing it out. It's just been Revo. Good job, Max. You ready for how I'm going to close it off? Diplomatic immunity. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.